You wanted to see me squirm before asking me for what you really want. I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction. So you might as well spit it out. You asked me what I wanted once before and I told you, and then you told me that I couldn't have it. But now I can. Pearson. Spectre. Season 4, Episode 10 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about This Is Rome, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestradino, back with the guy who's got the skeleton key to your heart. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Oh, my God. Rob. Rob. Oh, my God. Rob. Rob. What's happening? What's happening? What are we doing? Oh, wow. I I just finished watching this uh, a few moments before we're recording the podcast. Uh, Uh I am stunned. Stunned. Yes. I I would say you can't write this, but someone literally did. Somebody literally wrote this. Someone literally wrote this. Here with all of the updates from the Pearson Spectre lit crime family. We're ready to go. We have so much to talk about. Uh, Rob, he did it. Lewis has cracked the case, so it seems, about Mike Ross. Mike Ross uh, did it to himself, yeah? But uh, I think I think I'm interested to see if this sticks. Rob, at the end of the episode, Lewis goes to Jessica and says, Jessica, I know. I know everything, and you're going to give me what I want, and I want to be named partner because I know Mike Ross is a fraud. You're a liar. You're, you, uh, you're a cheat. Da, 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 da. You have no compassion, yeah. but I need my name on that door. And uh, then the episode ends. Yep. So, Rob, not to bury the lead, but is it going to stick? I don't know what choice there is. I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know how they walk this back. I mean, first off, like, for Lewis, um, that I guess how bad did he want this that he's going to get back? Like, they fired him. They said, get out of here. We don't even want you. He's like, no. I'm going to be back to the name partner here after all, all of this. I mean, so so well acted. I mean, those final scenes with Lewis and with Jessica and their back and forth, just some of the best acting uh, over the course of the whole series. And I know that Lewis is played for comedy through uh, so much of the series, but I just thought that this was some of just the the best work uh, from Rick Hoffman throughout the entire series. He does such a great job where... It doesn't happen often, but when he like taps into like his rage as Lewis, where I mean, you could see like the vein like throbbing mm-hmm. like in his head, and he's like sweating. And I mean, Lewis uh, that has, is just has like so much power, and uh, Rick Hoffman just does uh, incredible. And then the back and forth with Jessica, with or you know, for Gina Torres when uh, they go back and forth. Where she's like, okay, what what do you want, Lewis? And he's like, I want you to say that you're a liar. And then yeah. I want you to say that you're a hypocrite. And I want you yeah. to say that, uh, that you're sorry. She's like, I am a liar. I am a hypocrite. But I will not say I'm sorry. Um, so, yes. you know, you wanted to see me squirm before you asked me what I really, what you really want. Well, I'm not going to give you that satisfaction. 
Uh, and then just like that ending of Pearson Spectre lit. Uh, it's just, uh, this was a fantastic uh, last 15 minutes of this episode. Dare I say, can open it? You gotta do it. I mean, if not gotta now, then do when? It. Gotta not do now, it. When? Gotta do it. You gotta pull out the can opener, the thumbtacks, the whips, the chains, all the good stuff for this. Episode. <laughs> there were no whips. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting some things mixed up. There was whipped cream. Whipped cream. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So you bring out all those things. You hand this man the can opener. You say, Rick Hoffman, this is this belongs to you. Yeah. It's like an Oscar, you know, except for someone who is uh winning the best acting award on suit specifically. Uh because I don't know this if it'll was incredible. Get a, a Liddy. Uh yeah, not a hmm? You might have to. I think yeah, you might have to. Then if not I him, think then he who? has to get yeah, it. I think yeah. he has to get it. This is a clean sweep. I mean, he got fired in the last episode, so you can't say that. Well, he got fired. Yeah. No, nah, he scratched and survived his way to the top of the pyramid mm-hmm. here. Shout out to Abby Lee Miller. Uh Lewis Litt was doing what needed to be done uh at the end of this episode. And um, honestly, this is Mike Ross's fault. But I'm sure we can get into the intricacies of that. Uh, yeah. But Rob, before we start, this is Rome. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? This is Rome. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is great synergy on post-show recaps uh, that they have the Fall of Rome podcast going on, rewatching Rome. But yeah, I guess when in Rome, uh, I don't think about the Roman Empire. I think about Suits way more. Right. I'm definitely going to think about this episode of Suits way more than I've ever thought about Mm -hmm. the Fall of Rome. This is my Roman Empire. I could not tell you how the empire fell, nor have I thought about it ever happening. Like it, I'm sure it happened once. If you tell me that it happened, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I agree. But at the same time, I know nothing of it, but I know this episode was a good one, uh, Rob, because we see that this is Lewis's, uh, this is his attempt to remain employed. You know, he has lost his job mm-hmm. and because of the way he lost his job, he now needs to go find another law firm to work at, but they will, are unwilling to hire him because he's not bringing any clients. It's a dog eat dog world out there. And Lewis is just not, uh, or I guess lawyers are just not getting hired to be partners unless they're bringing in clients of their own. And so Lewis's goal here is to post. Yeah, unless you're clients. Jeff Malone. Unless you're sleeping with the name partner. Unless yeah, you're Dana Scott. Yeah. 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 Again, unless you're sleeping <laughs> with the name some, partner. Check some boxes. Yeah. Lewis, you did have another route. <laughs> have you tried sleeping with Robert Zane? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that here it is. Lewis is going to look for uh some clients to poach from Pearson Spectre, but because of his own bylaws that he wrote, it's very hard to do that. And so throughout this episode, people are trying to help Lewis find a job. They're offering him jobs at Procter and Gamble and back in Boston to be closer to Sheila. And ultimately, those aren't good enough for Lewis for a number of reasons. But when he lands on Robert Zane and he has to then poach one of his clients for Robert Zane, we see that he kind of um yeah. runs into a wall here where he has to poach one of Harvey's clients. Okay. And that's where all the smoke Well, I, let me just go back to you. Because in the last episode, you mm-hmm. had an amazing rant about Jessica, the way she yes. runs her company, the way she conducts her business. Like, do you give mm-hmm. her the benefit of the doubt now after all of this of that she did what she had to do in the last episode? I do think she did what she had to do. I think that at some point she needs to control the people who work for her. And I think that because she was not able to control that situation completely and fully, I think that is why she is still dealing with Lewis. Had she fired Lewis, I don't think we'd be having this conversation. But Lewis resigned. And so he's able to go to these law firms and get glowing recommendations from her. She's give, she's throwing him a bone where she should have called him a bonehead and said, this man is a criminal. 
We need to move forward without him. But using Mike Ross as a scapegoat to say, well, you let Mike Ross be a felon and, you know, and commit these crimes and you let Harvey do this fraud and all this other stuff. That is bringing more drama to her. She needs to start cutting ties mm-hmm. with some of these loose ends that are bringing like investigation to them. And she just isn't able to do that when people keep finding out secrets and stuff like that. So what you yeah. do is you stomp Lewis out completely <laughs> so that he cannot climb back up the ladder and come use you. But she didn't. She took her yeah. foot off the gas and this is what happens. Well, this was the argument that Lewis was making to her about that, you know, that... So you knew about Mike Ross this whole time and Harvey knew. And then after you found out, then you made Harvey senior partner. Let me just make sure I have that right. So mm-hmm. you found out Harvey was doing something illegal. You gave him the one thing or you made him senior partner ahead of me. I had to wait for freaking Daniel Hardman to make me the senior partner. Then mm-hmm. after that, you know, the one time I got in trouble for something, I asked you for the smallest favor to let me leave with some dignity. Let me take one client. I understand you got to do what you got to do. Let me take one client. And you said, no, you said you get nothing. You can't have a crumb, Lewis. I mean, I think points were made, Chappelle. No, points were not made. I think Lewis is minimizing all of the stuff he did before that. Lewis, she cannot give you any more crumbs because she's been giving you crumbs left and right. Remember the merger you messed up because your cat didn't get the letters that you wrote to it? Mm-hmm. Your cat didn't get the letters. Yeah, she cat, didn't bring that up. Yeah. Your cat didn't get the letters, Lewis. He was so grieving. He the merger. Yeah, grieving the loss of a cat. <laughs> Let's just sit with that. So because of that, he decides to cost the company millions of dollars, potentially. So then, then Lewis goes and he tells all her business to anybody. Every time she tells him to do something, he does not follow the rules. Lewis has been getting crumbs this whole time. And he's like, the one time I messed up. No, no, this is like the fourth time. This is the one time you broke the law that we know of. Uh, But this is not the first time you've messed up. And then Compassion, she's giving you a glowing recommendation. I mean, Rob, last episode I talked about it. I was like, she's not getting a recommendation from Jessica. Oh, Oh, he is. While he's also ranting around the city, talking about how awful she is, like, oh, Miss, uh, your highness doesn't want to help me out. Sir, you wrote these very bylaws. And Rob, to that point, Jessica says, if Lewis takes one crumb, then everybody's going to take the crumbs until there's no Everybody be committing felonies left and right. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The partners will leave and they will take clients with them once Lewis sets a precedent for something like that being able to happen. These client, these these partners are probably itching to leave this firm, <laughs> Rob. When is Pearson's back to hyphen lit? When are they never under investigation? Did we forget Daniel Harvin, where they had to take a vote for the takeover? Did we forget Edward Darby? Did we forget uh, Travis Ted? They're constantly fighting for this company. We don't see their points of view. But if you ask Jeff Malone, hey. If it weren't sleeping with Jessica, would you take a different job? He's like, yeah, uh, absolutely. Is Robert Zane hire, hiring? And they can't get hired without, if they can't bring clients. So she's probably hoping right. that nobody wants to leave their dying business that they're broke basically half the time <laughs> trying to fight for because of Lewis wants yeah. to take one client. It will be an awkward conversation when Jeff Malone asked Jessica, hey, how come you, that uh, you named the firm uh, Pearson Specter Lit? After you fired Lewis two days ago, uh, no she, reason. No, I just I made a, I realized uh, I made a mistake. <laughs> it's the same thing Sean Cahill said. He said, Harvey, 
how do you expect me to believe that you're not colluding with Mike Ross if y'all fell out with Mike Ross? He left, went to become an investment banker. He did all of this, uh, this stuff for this hostile takeover that you were involved with, and then y'all just welcome him back in open arms after losing to you for the, over the course of the last few months. Why exactly are you taking him back? And Harvey's mm-hmm. like, because we're family. Yeah. He's like, I mean, Sir. yeah. How is this going to play with Sean Cahill when uh, he finds out, like, hold on, wait. So the guy then who just came in here to the SEC and confessed to committing this, like, wire fraud of embezzling the million dollars from this deal also just got name partner of your law firm that we're already investigating? Hello, if you can see it and I can see it, why can't they see it? Why can't Lewis see it? Lewis is like, I don't care. And, uh, I'd rather see Pearson Specter go down because of Mike Ross than, than me be unemployed or have to go work for Robert Zane. Uh, look, that is a horrible thing to do. I think it's awful to Lewis to, to want to put his name on the board like he didn't commit a felony and then admit to it in front of the head of the SEC. Um, I don't know if Lewis has immunity, Rob. I don't think so. I mean, we didn't see that in the show. Right. So why is he gallivanting around like he didn't commit this crime? Like, yeah, they're not they're not seemingly prosecuting for him. But I mean, for it. But couldn't they? Mm -hmm. Like, couldn't they just show up tomorrow and be like, hey, Lewis, remember that thing you said? We're just going to take you to jail. How about that? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in the back half. Still six episodes left here in the final half of season four. I mean, I'm really thinking about, okay, so I guess is Jessica going to say yes to this? I mean, what choice does she have? I mean, that we know how Jessica deals with uh, being blackmailed. Uh, She says, give them what they want. (laughs) That the, the issue here is just like, there's this line that they won't cross because they're family. Harvey says, you know, Lewis is my family. That was low Worst down. family you know ever. Yeah. We're, <laughs> bro, this family sucks. And so I was like, Lewis is your family. Cool. But also, Lewis sucks at his job and he's always doing horrible things to help you, to make you lose this thing that he says he loves so much. And now that his back is up against the wall, he's willing to burn down the very same family that he keeps saying that he has. Harvey's going to bat for him. Donna's going to bat for him. Mike's going to bat for him. Jessica's going to bat for him. Lewis got one crumb on Mike Ross and all that family was out the window. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, family, F the family. Uh, You know, like he is all over Jessica, like white on rice. And it's not okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I love Lewis as as a character right now. This is my favorite Lewis. I I love this so much. But I also think that his plan is He stood up. He stood up. And I'm okay with that. Stand up. Put your foot on these people's necks. But I don't want to start on this next episode here and... Well, this is my family. I love Pearson Spectre. I'll die for it. It's all I have. Is it? Because I, I think it first- is. Because I mean that had Sheila taken him back, I think he would have left. But when Sheila says no, we still have bigger problems, uh, Lewis. Like, I don't believe you. Like, what does he have? He could have tried to f- see first of all, let's talk about Sheila. L- Sheila was not wrong. Lewis was coming to her as a rebound. Because he had the opportunity months ago to say, you know, Jessica, you, you give me the one thing I want. I know I can't have senior partner, but if you can rework my schedule so I can get back to uh, to Sheila, everything will be fine. But the moment he sees Mike Ross going to work for Forceman, he's like, you know what? Sheila is not as important as me stopping Mike Ross. Like he put his priorities right there on the table right then. Mike Ross supersedes Sheila in importance. So I will lose mm-hmm. the love of my life to keep this man. Yeah, maybe it's unemployed. Lewis's work life balance that really needs some 
little bit of like tweaking. Yeah, where's the life part? <laughs> like, when does that come in? Because he's like, like he almost had what he wanted, which was Sheila, Sheila's ass, and so he's going to get Sheila's ass. And um, and Mike Ross, his whole little thing comes into play. And Lewis is like, you know what? I am so selfish, I, and I love you so much, like a brother, like a son. So I gotta, I gotta throw the love of my life away. The reason why I could not even function at work, I'm at home, like basically on watch because I, who knows what I might do because I lost Sheila. And so mm-hmm. I give that up for Mike. So now you go to Sheila. You're like, hey, Sheila, uh, I quit my job. You want to try to give it a go? She said, yeah. So you quit your job before you decided to come here or you was already coming here and then you quit your job? Like, what happened? And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, no, I, I quit my job and then I decided to come here. It's like, oh, so you mean to tell me if it was between me and your job, you would choose your job? Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? No. She said, so you're not about to go back to your job. And we see at this episode, he is still fighting for his job. He ain't fighting for Sheila no more. He's not outside her office like, Sheila, I swear I don't want kids. I promise. Please take me back. No, he's I'll get a vasectomy. He's too busy trying to blackmail uh, Jessica Pearson to think about, you know, his vasectomy. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think Lewis, the idea of Pearson Spectre, quote unquote, lit, uh, is uh, is bigger then like in his life, then actual the actual functionality of the company. He says this is his family, but he mm-hmm. throws him under the bus every chance he gets. And they do yeah. fight for him. Harvey threw three job opportunities at him and he just scoffed at them. Uh so well, you know, Lewis is dead ass wrong in this episode. But well, I'm this happy is perfect timing for us if Lewis gets this through because it will officially be PSL season this fall. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. Chris Inspector Lit? Yeah. This fall? Yeah. yeah, it's a good time, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see. Man. Everybody's talking about it. Like, oh, it's PSL season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so listen, I think that I think that look, all the girlies if, get if, their PSLs. No, yeah, no, I think that look. First of all, you know Lewis is a PSL guy, right? Like you know he is. Mm-hmm. Like you have to know. Are you a PSL guy? Not really. No, I. You know, I actually, I when I was at my mom's house last week, uh, she had like the like the like, coffee creamer flavored coffee creamer and uh, she had the pumpkin spice i tried it eh, not for me do you, do, you don't do cream in your coffee though do you i, I don't you know what we're we're way off base no, uh, no no let's talk about it so like i uh you know I, i'll do it all sorts of different ways um but you know i do, like i will uh usually i take like some like protein powder and then uh mm-hmm. use that as a coffee creamer yeah, I don't, I don't do cream in my coffee I at know. all. So, uh, like, maybe, maybe they got like a candy corn creamer. That would be mm-hmm. my fall creamer of choice. I, but like, we'll find like, that. Pumpkin spice is fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's fine. Yeah. But again, but but this is lit. This is the opposite of fine. PSL season for uh, Pearson Inspector and lit. This is a good time for Lewis. I just think that uh, Lewis. I don't. I don't think the the the, the like the outcome is worth all the, the the torment and chaos that you're creating in the meantime, right? Because, Rob, in this episode, we've talked about one of these characters kind of falling off our radar, but Katrina was officially fired yeah. due to her interactions with Lewis. Now, I don't know if that sticks. If I don't think it's going to stick. None <laughs> of these firings stick. Yeah. Uh, but what did you think about Katrina getting fired? What did you think about that? Uh, I think so uh, for Katrina, she like felt like, okay, I I got my whole exit strategy. This is like the best of both worlds where, okay, Mm. I know that they were like her whole thing was that, hey, there's like a glass ceiling for me at Pearson Spectre, uh, not because that she was a woman, but because Harvey was like, 
I knew exactly the kind of person you are. You're never going to be anything at this company. So for Katrina, like maybe this could have been her end game the whole way through of like, I'm going to attach myself to Lewis. He's going to get fired one day and then I'll leave with Lewis and go to someplace else and maybe sky's the limit at Robert Zane. Yeah, she's like, poach me, love me, choose me. You know, Mm -hmm. she's just uh, like hanging on and hoping that he takes her with her. Katrina made some bold moves here. She decided to plant her flag and be loyal to Lewis throughout uh, from thick to, uh, thick and thin. But she seemed almost surprised when she got caught. Jessica comes in like, hey, Katrina, I need to talk to you. She's like, oh, Jessica, why? Is this about... Uh, she's like, Katrina, it's because I know you helped Lewis poach one of our clients. Are you crazy? And Katrina's like, well, you got me. But guess what? I'm going to work leaving. for Robert Zane yeah. now. Bye. And Jessica's like, hold on. Slow your roll, baby. Now look, you can resign or you can get fired. But you ain't going to go work for Robert Zane. We shut that down a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So pack your things. I'll see you tomorrow when I pick up your resignation letters. You're like, all right. Well, I guess I'm going here. Now, with these new developments about Lewis Litt, I wonder if, A, Katrina is now working for a Pierce Inspector Litt, if there is one. Sure. And then, B, if she is completely aware of the Mike Ross, do we let Katrina in on the secret now that Lewis potentially Oh, Lewis will do- tell her. Yeah. What, what, is, like, what does he have to lose? He has to tell her. He has it's to. not she his just, secret. She potentially was going to go to jail for him in the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. You got, you have to tell her. It wouldn't be, if he doesn't tell her, he's no better than Jessica. Yeah, uh, he'll tell her. Like, I don't think that it really, like, what's, I guess, for Lewis, I mean, do you want to be a name partner at this company knowing, like, all of the crimes that are being uh, committed? But, like, I, I don't know. Like, maybe one of our associates could tell us, like, just how much, like, legal jeopardy is Lewis in based off of Mike Ross's impersonating a lawyer? He, The moment he knows, he has to report it. That's why Jessica's in jeopardy, because they're allowing this man to continue to work there. If Lewis gets named partner and then fires Mike Ross, I think that's the only way he saves himself. If he comes in and says... Is that what he wants partner, to do? Does he want to be, like, name partner to then fire... I don't Mike? think, you know, honestly, let's talk about that. I don't think that, I think that Mike Ross made a good, a good effort to be there for Lewis in this moment. And I think that if Lewis is being a human, he probably will look at Mike Ross and say, I could return the favor to you. However, Mike Ross's secret is the only reason why Lewis can walk into that office, office with all that fury, talk crazy to Donna, and then go talk crazy to Jessica uh, and and mean it. We've seen Lewis trip over Mike potentially changing a grade in the grade book, mm-hmm. um, you know, for his on his uh, Harvard uh, transcript or whatever. So to find out that he has been gaslit this entire time. That's that the right word, too. Him, it's like, you yes, made me Lewis think lit. I was crazy for four years. I asked all the right questions and you all lied to me every step yeah. of the way. I yeah. knew it. And you told me I was wrong and I was crazy. And you all lied for you all knew and you all made me look like an idiot. Yeah. If I'm Lewis. If I'm Lewis. And I want to burn this bad boy to the ground. There is no Pierce Inspector lit. It's Pearson lit now. I want Donna fired. I want Rachel fired. And I want Mike fired. Mm-hmm. And that'll probably cause Harvey to want to leave. But I don't really care anymore. Because I really think that if you're gonna, if you're gonna do this, choose a nuclear option, then go all the way. Don't go half lit, full lit, full lit, completely lit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like do your thing because Donna is complicit. 
and Lewis took that very personally. Mike is is honestly the like like patient zero or whatever for this. So he he should p- be punished. Obviously, if Lewis it feels as strongly as he says he does, and then of course there's Harvey who Lewis probably could not take down if he wanted to, but. Harvey isn't going to stand for Lewis walking around here like a tyrant, putting his name on the door. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I am honestly more, um, I'm intrigued, honestly, to say, to say like I want to know what Lewis does next because this was a power play, but I don't think you do a power play and then you take, you know, you 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 take your foot off the gas, right? Yeah. You have to go all the way or it doesn't work. And so there's like I want my name on the board on the door, but then I want to be a normal employee again. It's like no. If he gets his name on the door and he knows it's about Mike Ross, Lewis Lit is about to be uh, the biggest dog in the doghouse. And it's not even going to be close. Okay, well, all of it came down to that it was the key that uh, Mike kept asking about. Like, what's this cute little key what that you key? have? Will you tell me the story about how you found the key? Uh, and yeah, <laughs> Lewis, of course, you would think that maybe Mike Ross would read up on some of this stuff. He's uh, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> He's so stupid. This, he wants to come in and make small talk with Lewis. And he's like, oh, summa cum laude. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. magna cum laude. Aren't you a part of the organization? Like, we're both in the same club. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, Lewis at first thinks, okay, you're just obviously making conversation with me about stuff that you already know because you're just trying to talk me off the ledge and buy time. And then Mike doubles down later on. It's like, yeah, you can tell me all about your little club that you're in and that key. Mm-hmm. Mike, shut up. If it has to do with Harvard, maybe don't talk about it. You don't yeah. Lewis has other Maybe interests. read the mud. Wikipedia page on Harvard. Maybe if you have a photographic memory, maybe read everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe just never stop reading. This man has all the television references. He knows more references than you and I. And we talk about television professionally. Mm-hmm. Every movie, television reference, he's got it. Actors, all kinds of stuff. But the one thing that's going to protect his livelihood, knowledge of Harvard, he has no interest in going and finding out everything about who he should be as his identity. He should have known that key the moment he saw it because he should have, when he when he found out he was magna cum laude, he should have went and said, oh, what does that mean? And read it up and said, mm-hmm. oh, these are the things you get. And then he would know those things. He took one tour of the campus yes. and said, I got it. That's it. Mike Ross, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, a dumbass. Yeah. Here you go, Mike. Uh, here's a Wikipedia page for the Order of the Quaff. The Quaff. Yes. Which is a, it's kind of a cool name, Order of the Quaff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, according to Lewis, they get a medal, they get a, like a thing, and then they get, of course, the key. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't say Order of the Quaff on it, so Mike couldn't just glance at it and read it real quick and be like, oh, yes, your Order of the Quaff key. Mm-hmm. He's like, tell me about that little key thingy. Yeah. Thank you, Mike, for uh, just once again <laughs> proving that you don't know what you're talking about. And this prompts Lewis to then go do some more research. They find out that Mike's mailing address was never even in Boston. Uh, you know, that uh, basically there's like four or five different like other key information that Mike and them would have probably had to like cover up if Lewis was going to do a real investigation. And then, of course, there's always Sheila's ass who knows everything. And so Lewis could have called her and verified if he needed to. Um, but yeah, he's caught. Yeah, he did it. Okay, and really, in, on an episode where everybody is trying to help Lewis, uh, with the exception of Jessica, everybody is like uh, going out of their way to Mike. Uh, comes up with the solution of I'm going to go to Robert Zane and ask Robert Zane to hire um, Lewis. Uh, Harvey is uh, first. He tries to get Lewis a job in Cincinnati, which uh, that uh, only uh, Chappelle would be more offended to have to go to Cincinnati than Lewis was. 
no no dis before we even start this conversation no disrespect to anybody who's listening to this who um enjoys ohio <laughs> <laughs> but yes rob I, I i felt lewis in my soul you want to send me where mm-hmm. i'd rather be homeless and unemployed and dead you know like so i i get it um any of the afc I, north cities besides baltimore Oh my God! The idea that I could possibly live in where people are purposely saying like "who day" is if that's like a cool thing to say. Go mm-hmm. to hell! Um, and then to be a Browns man like on purpose. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sorry, I would be there, but I would never. I, yeah, we aren't even gonna talk about that other right. place. And like, then, okay, so and then Don is like, "Hey, Harvey, you idiot! Not Cincinnati. Boston is the right city that he needs to go to." Uh, so. Then Robert Mike sets up to me with Robert Zane. Robert Zane says, "Hey, bring me a client. I know that it's gonna. You can't do that, but I need to see that you're willing to go the distance for me." So Lewis is on the hunt for one client. After Jessica tells him no, he then uh, is running up against Katrina, who's like, "Oh, I have to go to all your old clients." He's like, "I understand. I'm glad it was you." Uh, but she is the one who gives him the heads up on VersaLife, correct? Yeah, so VersaLife is a company that Harvey's supposed to be keeping because they're doing a merger, and based off the rules of whatever SEC guidelines tend... You know how we follow the guidelines. We follow, We love guidelines here. And so, yeah, 10B6 or something like that is the guideline that they have to do. And so, uh, yeah, Jessica's like, yeah, there's guidelines, but they're meant to be broken, so... Mm-hmm. Figure out a way there out. There are more recommendations than guidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Loose suggestions at best. And so Harvey's job is to go get them around that. Katrina finds this out. And so she's like, hey, based on those guidelines, they can't keep Bursa Life anyway unless Harvey does some magic. And so, Lewis, why don't you go get that one? Uh, Jessica initially thinks this is Mike Ross is doing because he she comes to Harvey with mm-hmm. some valid points. She says, um, you don't think it's strange that Mike Ross is putting Lewis in the line to get a job with Robert Zane and also giving him a, like, it, it would behoove him to give him a client like Versa Life, who you have him working on. You don't know Mike Ross that well. He hasn't been working for us for a while because he went to go be an investment banker, in which case we saw that he could do some shady stuff uh, with Walter Gillis, with Jonathan, whatever, Sidwell. Uh, and now he's back and he's probably doing shady stuff with you to help his future father-in-law because he pl- probably plans on marrying Rachel Zane at one point. And to what I say, Rob, Jessica might have missed some of the office gossip because how does she not know that Rachel is very far from getting married? I, I don't think she could be further from getting <laughs> married at this point. You think um, she missed the memo about when Mike and her kind of like broke up? Yeah, Robert Zane, even when Mike comes in, he goes, so you you come to ask for my daughter's hand in marriage? And my like, brother's uh, like, yeah, funny story. Uh, yeah, about your daughter. Um, She's a yeah. cheater. Several times she cheated on me. Matter of fact, she does this all the time. Like she cannot mm-hmm. stand to be to see a happy relationship. She sees one, she breaks it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, Jessica's not aware of that. But uh, Mike, it does look really bad for him. You know, like that it could be him. Now, of course, we know that it's Katrina, and we find out very quickly that Jessica will find that out too. But uh, yeah, I thought that Jessica's suspicions were founded. I think that there's reason to not trust Mike Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Mikey's working hard for Lewis. He's trying to get this going, but at the same time that Lewis is going to steal Versa Life back. So Mike needs to figure out how do we get Versa Life back from uh, Lewis and we bring back Walter Gillis. Were you expecting this? No. 
No, I thought we were done with Walter Gillis. I don't know who I thought he was going to go to, but when they said, oh, yeah, we need to get Walter Gillis involved, I said, what? I, I mean, I don't even understand Chappelle. Okay, so Walter Gillis, from what I understand, works in media, right? He has some kind of like entertainment company and that I know that Mike in the season, uh, season four, episode one, that he got like the distribution centers and then they were like, oh great, you got his distribution centers, but that's, that's nothing. And then there was everything that was going on with uh, that, the vision of his son and this entertainment empire that they were going to expand and there was and the the teamsters were were involved at the fund their pension and now we go to Walter Gillis and he's like buying into like a pharmaceutical company like does this did this make any sense to you in terms of like he's like Mike Mike Ross is like hey you have money you want to do something good this is good yeah. right that's literally what he says Mike Ross says okay so I let your DVD distribution company go under. Fine. I lied. I came to you and said everything was going to be fine. And it wasn't. And I'll never but forgive myself. And I'll, and I'm, I'll never forgive myself. I, I think about it every day. I know you probably do too because you knew this would happen. Comma, but. Mm -hmm. There is this pharmaceutical company. And they have a drug that is going to help people uh, battle addiction. Yeah. Right? Right. You, you hate drugs, Walter Gillis. Mm -hmm. Remember Philip? Remember the, the dead kid that I keep bringing up every mm -hmm. time I want something from you? He he was an addict. He was on the weed. Don't you want to, you don't want to buy a company mm -hmm. to give you something to live for? You? Oh, you got money. Do something. And Walter Gillis is like, I cannot believe this kid. And my was like, I know. That sounded bad. But come on. Mm -hmm. And yeah. There it is. Walter Gillis buys up uh, this, back. uh yeah, the drug uh portion. So they, they of cut this Lewis company. off at the pass. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is wild. First off, Mike Ross, never mention that boy's name again. Stop <laughs> it. Every time you mention his yeah. name, it is to get something from this man. You don't send no card thinking about Philip. How you doing, sir? I know it's been a while checking on you. You didn't put no flowers at this kid's grave. Stop bringing them up. What's with Mike and Rachel now? Are they back? Or is it a light Rachel episode? Light Rachel episode, but when we see Robert Zane sh show up, I think that's promising because I think that if, with Robert Zane, you probably get more Rachel. And I was so, happy Robert I, Zane was back. Me too. I think he's one of my faves. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm thinking in maybe the next few episodes, he might be a bigger plot point, which brings us more Rachel, um, especially now that we have the talk about marriage, uh, marriage in the air, uh, because uh, now that they've said it, Rob. You got to know that it's probably in the back of my Yeah, you mind. think we get a proposal by the end of season four? Uh, I hope not. Uh, uh, Mike Ross, stand up. Chekhov's proposal. Yeah. yeah. Blah, blah, stand up, stand up, yeah. stand up. Stand maybe up, stand we get a, a proposal. Maybe sometime season five, we have a wedding. Logan Sanders shows up. Oh, my God. Travis Tanner, mm -hmm. all the big <laughs> That's when the Legion of Doom is going to come back together for the wedding. They're Shut all going to be there. Mike objecting. and Rachel's wedding. Tess. Tess will be there as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, okay, I kind of like that. Trevor. But yeah, I, I, it was a light. Trevor's the best Please. man. Yeah. Trevor is definitely the best man. Uh, but it was a light Rachel episode. All we saw from Rachel was her warning Mike that if you want something for Robert Zane, it's probably going to come at a price. And that's her dad. So you know that's she's everybody on the show. Yeah, but that's all. That's her dad. Like she says, like, I know that about my father. And that is the person who gave me yeah. life. 
Um, so imagine how he's going to do you, kid, who is uh, sleeping with me. Like, you you yeah. are not getting off the hook. There was and a was fun scene price. in this episode, Chappelle, where uh, Mike and Harvey were at dinner. And I think it's like the second time we've ever seen Mike and Harvey uh, at dinner together. And, you know, um, Mike or Harvey came back from the bathroom and like Mike was really like on Harvey's neck uh, and was like really uh, making fun of Harvey and Harvey's jokes and how most of his jokes are, you see, that's funny because blah, 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 blah. I mean, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, uh, which is kind of his bag. I thought that was a good Harvey impersonation because that that's what he does. Um, you know, um, the, the issue here is that Harvey had to keep going to the restroom and Michael's like, oh, because you're getting old. Yeah. Uh, you know, prostate jokes. Very, uh suits like you know mm-hmm. um they also throw away or throw around another p word um you know calling each other p words oh yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay yeah. he even orders him a cosmo i think mm-hmm. uh, just to to go with that new title that wasn't necessary very nice yeah word. yeah uh, <laughs> it was funny honestly what did you think about mike ross he, i think he's uh kind of a uh, he's going toe-to-toe with harvey now the the he's feeling it a master. yeah yeah is this fully formed Mike Ross? Like, are we there yet? He hasn't screwed up in a minute. Hasn't screwed up in a minute. Did you see when he was cross-examining his girlfriend in the last episode? Well, he wasn't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she screwed up. Not him. He was on. I mean, he asked the question, ma'am. You still haven't answered it. You're under oath. Mm-hmm. Chappelle, let's talk about who gets the Liddy in this episode. Do we give it to Lewis for uh, his power play? If not Lewis, then who? Mm-hmm. It's named the Liddy. I think if he's not going to get it in the candle per episode, then I don't think he can get it at all. Mm-hmm. This is the Lewis episode. I don't. It doesn't get any better because he started off at such a low point, and to end with being able to confidently stand ten toes down and make his demand about wanting to be named partner. Yeah, I think he gets it, and I think it all. It's Mike Ross's fault. If Mike Ross doesn't come in there making stupid comments about that damn key. Um, then Lewis is in the same spot. If, if anything, Lewis would be way out of contention for this. But at the last, uh, last like ditch effort and push at the end of the episode, I think Lewis bags it up. Um, because if not Lewis, then is it Harvey? Because Harvey don't even know that Lewis knows. Yeah, for what? Well, he's about to find out. I mean, other than right. just like collecting them by default. Donna had Lewis yelling at her. Jessica mm. had Lewis yelling at him at her. Yeah. Uh, Katrina is fired, but might not be for long. Rachel mm-hmm. existed. And this is the this is the Lewis Liddy Rob. Give him another one. It's been a while. Okay. All right. Let's take some questions from the listeners. Of course, you can send in your questions for every episode. Suitspodcast.com slash feedback. David Schwartz wants to know, do you think it was too cute for a key to be the key to Lewis finding out? Oh. I do, but I don't know how else they would have done it. Do you? I, it didn't occur to me until David's message that the key was the key. The key was the key. Um, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't even put that together either. So thank you for that, David. But I don't think it was too cute. I think that Mike was being too cute. Mike is—he just cannot stop running his damn mouth. And maybe it was because he was—he felt so awkward. You know, you want to cheer somebody up. I'm guilty of this, where if I want to make someone happy, I'm just start like word vomiting. I got to make you laugh. I got to do something. And he's like, yeah, talk to me about Harvard. Tell me old Harvard stories. Louis, you love Harvard, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, What's that key do? You know, um, 
when there's probably a billion other things that you could have talked about with Lewis in that moment. Hey, let's go look better. at some cat videos. Let's do look at some cat videos. Let's let's go to the go opera. Mudding. Let's yeah. go mudding. Let's, let's go, go mudding. To the gun range, Rob. Did you yeah. see that? Oh, we didn't talk about that in the last episode. Donna. Sharpshooter Donna just comes in. Now that was this episode. I don't, uh, you know what? <laughs> they watched so they many. They all blur together. Yeah. Lewis goes to blow off some steam and Donna shows up at the range and uh lets us know that she was a champion marksman or something like mm-hmm. that. She was a shooter. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shooter's like going to shoot. Donna. And she did. Yeah. And, uh, I appreciated that. And Lewis know? shot his shot in this episode too. And, and it didn't work out. What did you think about Sheila's ass uh, telling Lewis to kick rocks? Yeah. Um, I felt bad for Lewis. I, I thought uh, she was going to, like, we were going to see them at least try it. The thing is that she's not wrong still. She knows that Lewis is only coming to her as, like, the the backup plan, you know? And he kind of gave it away with how he was like, mm-hmm. I quit my job. She's like, for yeah, me. Yeah, the timeline like, wasn't right. Yeah, I quit my job and I'm coming to see you. She's yeah. like, wait a minute, you know? Because think about it. If he's willing to sacrifice Pearson, Spectre, quote, and Lit, question mark, um, then... Yeah, then maybe he, she is his number one priority and he would give up something like wanting to have kids. But he wasn't willing to sacrifice that for her, actually. He he did not. He sacrificed uh, the Pierce Inspector for, for Mike Ross. He sacrificed mm-hmm. her for Mike Ross. But, you know, so when he goes and says, oh, yeah, and I don't want to have kids anymore. Like, but like a week ago when you had your job, you wanted to have kids and you wanted to stay in New York. Now you don't have no job. Now all of a sudden you don't want to have kids no more. What's up? Where were mm-hmm. you for the last month, few months? Apparently he hasn't called her in six months either. So uh, not to push the timeline forward, but uh, a lot of cool, time has passed. Uh, that is not the Lewis Lit uh, style of gameplay here. And I don't think it's going to work out for him long term. Yeah. Okay. Sandra wrote in to say, thanks, Robin Chappelle, for this great podcast, which has got me watching Suits for the first time. I'm realizing that the nice thing about watching uh, a show that has been off the air for a while is that you're not getting cast spoilers from the media. When you watch a current show and you know that one of the characters is moving to another show, you know they're not coming back, like when Sonequa Martin-Green goes from The Walking Dead to Star Trek Discovery. When Lewis resigns in this episode, I have no idea if it's permanent, but I hope he'll be back. He's an amazing character. Yes, and also shout out to Sonequa Martin Green because mm-hmm. I mean, I, as you know, I'm still covering The Walking Dead yeah. here on post show recaps, and so for anybody listening who didn't know, but you check that out. Never watched one episode of Star Trek Discovery. I've seen a commercial, like face, yeah. Facebook ads. <laughs> you know, I seen Twitter. You're not following Michael Burnham, yeah. I don't know who that is. Yes. Okay. Uh, And then Kelly says, as a Procter & Gamble employee in Cincinnati, but not the general counsel, I think I just got lit up. Cincinnati can feel like Siberia sometimes, but then again, Procter & Gamble is a global company. Lewis could have been jet-setting everywhere, including back to Toronto, York. And Toronto, York is not Siberia. It's not not Siberia, too. Like, I've I've Mm -hmm. been there. It be Siberia sometimes, too. Uh, Look, if Lewis really wants to get away from that kind of weather because that does seem like that's one of these driving factors. Uh, the Deep South. You know, there's a, probably a lot of law to happen here, uh, you know, to be to be had here. Not the big companies that you're going to get there, but uh, I agree. I wouldn't be lining up to go to Cincinnati. Sorry. No mm-hmm. disrespect, of course, Yeah. to the Cincinnati listeners. Okay. All right. Chappelle, do we have any other feedback? Oh, actually, we had big news to talk about here. Gotta that, talk about it. Been, yeah, you you want to uh, break some news on the podcast? 
No, no. I'll let you do this, Rob, because I think I saw this on your Twitter timeline. Yeah, so I retweeted uh, some news that we saw uh, yesterday here to talk about that maybe there could be a new Suits project in the works. That That's what's being reported. Of course, you know, Suits has broken all sorts of records here uh, this summer, uh, really leading to our discussion of every episode of the series. And so according to, uh, this is uh, the Discussing Film Twitter account, uh, they are referencing a deadline article that a new suit series uh, could be in the works from the original creator and friend of the pod, Aaron Korsh. Yes, I'm not shocked by that because suits is hot and you always want to strike where the iron is hot, even in the midst of a strike with the writers and the actors. And so mm -hmm. uh, I think the writers have figured stuff out. Uh, but if the actors come through, we might have more Suits content, in which case I'd say, Rob, yep. Suit Yourself Part 2. Suit Yourself Part 2. So according to Deadline, that they're saying that there is a new suit series in development for NBC Universal. Uh, the deals are being negotiated, uh, but the project is being fast-tracked with serious commitment. Whatever that means. Mm -hmm. I think we just, we're just we, let's get it out in the atmosphere and see if people are interested. And then if it's if people are interested, we make it happen. I don't think there's any better time to push this thing um, that is not in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, obviously, because this is not as popular as it used to be. But I think that if you're going to bring it back, now is the time to do so. Yep. And I'm sure that they could get like a bunch of the uh, original cast to be in the show uh, surely maybe it could be centered about what like Rachel is up to or who knows what they'll do. Don't nobody want to know what Rachel's up to. Mm -hmm. uh, let's be very clear. This show does not do a good job of making me care about Rachel to this point. Uh, mm -hmm. And so maybe in the back half of Suits proper, uh, we will start to care even more, but I am going to be watching Suits part two for I'm saying Rachel Zane spinoff could be huge. I think that people will tune in. <laughs> people will tune in. People who potentially have never seen Suits before might be drawn to that type of project for no apparent reason at all. Um, and I too would check it out. Mm -hmm. So you're probably right. It's it, it's a moneymaker. Now, will it be long term? We're yet to see. Okay. All right. Chappelle, anything else to talk about after this uh, thrilling season four mid-season finale? This is Rome from August 20th, 2014. I would like to know how you top a mid-season finale like this. Because this is the mid-season finale, but it is not the finale. And so I'm wondering if you can even end season four on a bigger moment. Because Lit trying to get to the top of the pyramid here to become a name partner with the smoking gun that it would take to incriminate Mike Ross and potentially take down all his co-workers in the mix. Mm -hmm. I think that's a pretty big deal. And so by the end of season four... I'm going to need them to up the ante a little bit. I mean, uh, maybe Lewis uh, kidnapped somebody's like cat. Okay, Again. so let's see what happens in the back six here on Suits Season 4. Okay, uh, anything else you want to mention? Nope. Go to suitspodcast.com slash Facebook and leave us some feedback. This episode was wild. I would love to see a good conversation in the Facebook group. If I got to pop it off, I will. But I want to know what y'all think about season uh, four, episode 10. This was a great episode. It's our officially what, our first can opener since uh, we came up with the concept. And so, uh, yeah, I think this is a, a good one to stop down and talk about a little bit because I think if you're a Suits fan, you don't forget this one for a very long time. Yeah. The latest post in the Facebook group says just the Wonder Twins. Thank you, April. Thank you, April. 
-hmm. April's so great. April thinks I'm bilingual because I speak Texan and English, and Mm -hmm. she's not wrong. Okay. Chappelle, and then uh, should we highlight just uh, a couple of uh, recent reviews that we've gotten here on SuitsPodcast.com? So... Check it out. Uh, go to uh, suitspodcast.com. Uh, we got a, a one from OMG, as in OMG, first time watcher and listener. Great companion podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, Chappelle, where can people keep up with you? People can keep up with me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show, or you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv.com or whatever slash Chappelle's underscore show. Okay. And I'm at Rob Sesternino. Thank you so much for joining us. When we come back, it will be time to kick off the back half, episode 11 of uh, season four, and find out if we are going to be getting Pearson Spectre lit coming up. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.